0: Hey there everybody and welcome to another episode of To the Point Podcast. How's it going? Hey. It's good. It's great. It's sunny. It's warming sunny. up. It's and March. A baked excited potato bar coming
1: for us at lunch. Yes.
0: Mm, really excited. excited about that. My mm-hmm. stomach is ready for it. So excited. Already. <laughs> yes. All right. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about underrated personality traits in the workplace. Ooh,
1: oh, this I is like fun. this one. Oh, I love
0: this. Okay. Really a lot. I need What's to What's the think first for one that second? popped in your in, in your mind? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we love it so much that we can't think. It's really hard when we don't know the topic because it stumps us, but I, I um Yeah, I have to think. Did you think of one
0: immediately? Well one one that popped in my mind was listening. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually look like, listening isn't the thing you maybe I usually pick up a good listener after a conversation. But I don't usually think about it often, like during the conversation and, you know, but after the conversation, I'm like, wow, why do I feel like maybe different that, that, than, than uh, some other people I, I talk with? Like, I, I'm thinking of a conversation I had about a month ago with an individual. I didn't know him that well. And, but we hung out for a little bit. And I'm like that, like, I felt really good yeah, after that conversation. I'm like, well, what was different? He listened so much.
2: Like he didn't, he
0: didn't do a whole lot of talking and just like asked really great questions Mm -hmm. and was a great listener. I love that. We're
2: Mm -hmm. talking about in the workplace. I love when people are authentically quirky. And what I mean by that is maybe not behaving as the norm. You know, when you have someone who like in their position, they're, you know, professional at their like position, but they're also like have funny little quirks and isms about them, but it fits. It fits with the team. I love that.
0: Like, it's not they're putting on a quote unquote professional facade. It's like, oh, that's like the authentic.
2: Yeah. The authentic version of
0: themselves. Mm
1: -hmm. My thoughts. Well, first of all, I love anything like talking about personalities. I just find it so fascinating. And I love reading about how people are wired. And I think that's what's so cool about working with a team. But my like when you initially said my first thought was I. Wait, how did you frame it? What is underrated? An underrated
0: yeah. personality. Okay. So
1: I feel like quiet people could very easily be underrated. Uh, they're not like, that was my first thought was like these quiet people that work really diligently are super smart, get the job done, but they're not like the loudest voice in the room. And they often have perspectives. Like I, who do you think on our team is the quietest quote unquote? I would say Josiah personally, and I'd love to know. I think he probably has assessments of every single thing going on. He's just not the loudest voice in the room. And he would describe himself as extroverted and hopefully he's listening. Hi, Josiah. (laughs) But um, I think that that could be underrated. Like he has a lot of great things to offer. He's a super great asset to our team, but he's not the guy that if someone came in would be like, I should... Try and have a conversation with him. You know what I mean? Like the loudest. Um, those types voice. of people.
0: I I know a couple of people like that that are even in in leadership, mm-hmm. like it roles in businesses. And those type of people, everything they, like when they talk, you listen. yes it's that yes. type yeah, of person. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Then> when they speak up, it's like this he's is actually, important. Yeah, he or she's saying something. Yes. Like. And everyone kind of leans in. It just kind of like happens. Yes. There's a type of, yeah, Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That
1: was my first thought. And then my second thought was really clear, direct people. I feel like sometimes it can, so I think it's an underrated skill only because we can't always identify how helpful it is in a workplace to have clear instruction or very direct this is the expectation. This is how we get there. This is the next step. And, um, with kindness, right? Like yeah. the whole clearest kind. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know that people would often talk about that or actually verbalize, like, oh, they're
0: really clear. Like, you know exactly what well, they're that saying. can come across sometimes as pretty like disruptive. Mm-hmm. You know, and can create uncomfortable conversations. So I, I, I appreciate you bringing that one out because mm-hmm. I do think it can be very underrated because sometimes it comes across as it, like, well, yeah, that, that was uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. that it gets you to the next, it gets yeah. you to the point, <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> of you know what really needs to be you know discussed
1: for sure. I love. Yeah. And done in the right way. Like it doesn't need to be abrasive or anything, but to leave, let's say you have a meeting or conversation to leave knowing like, okay, what are my next steps? What did they actually think instead of all this passive aggressive, like you're going to talk around the topic, but just knowing, um, how to communicate directly.
2: That goes back to a lot. When we talk about knowing what types of personalities people have, Mm -hmm. so then you can uh, like when you go into a conversation with someone who is extremely direct and then knowing that that's how they are and who they are and not taking offense to the way that they deliver information because they are very direct and concise. I think that that's another big thing too. For it, sure. Um, to know how knowing your audience yes. and
1: vice versa. You and know? to know
0: how they're wired that yeah. like,
1: oh, they didn't mean any offense. Yeah. They're just saying it really plainly because yeah. that's yeah how they see things
0: reading intentions is hard yeah like that's where i feel a lot of misunderstandings yes. like can happen even in the workplace where it's like all right so a personality you know like you're talking about that's very you know direct mm-hmm. clear if you don't know that person mm-hmm. and you can sometimes wonder like what's their intention mm-hmm. here like mm-hmm. are they trying to throw me under the bus yeah. or call out mistakes mm-hmm. or and i find often those people they're actually just doing it out of genuineness it's their personality and they don't have ill intentions (laughs) (laughs) some people do but again like coming from you know a humble character Mm -hmm. you know or you know a person that has the good in mind for the person that they're talking to you know it's often good intentions behind it
1: and you've talked about sometimes it's hard to see that right sam before We've talked about self-awareness and some of those types of people, like if you're questioning intentions, some of them are self-aware or are at how they come across. Yep. So with that directness, it can come across like,
2: yeah. And if you don't know them, yes. then those people are like, <laughs> you feel like. For me, being like I have so many feelings when I encounter yeah. people like that sometimes, and I don't know their intentions, then I could be like, I feel like I'm going to cry. But if I know, like, hey, you're just super direct, then I'm like, okay, then I can shift yes. my the focus way to be like, yep. you are not attacking me. This is how you deliver information. Yep. I appreciate your, you know, authenticity mm-hmm. and like take away from that meeting and be able to move forward. Yeah, that's so good. Part of that, like, is
1: and going into intentions is that story we tell ourselves. So there's often this whole like narrative inside that we tell ourselves about people or things that may or may not be true. Like a yep. couple of years ago when I, I, you know, keep evolving as a human being and realized like, oh my word, everything I think isn't actually true. Like, you know what I yep. mean? Like a lot of You just think, this is my perspective. This is the right way to think about it. And as soon as you start realizing, like, we can be telling ourselves their intentions that aren't their intentions. It's like.
0: That one thing I've learned along those lines is when I'm communicating to try to bring, like, the intention Mm -hmm. into the conversation, with the person that I'm I'm talking with, so that they're not guessing what my intentions yes,
1: are. that's <laughs> like so if good. I have a yes. super
0: clear conversation. It's, hey, I'm gonna give
1: You're them the courtesy that.
0: of you know say, hey, this is why we're having this conversation. You know, yeah. and you can often disconnect <laughs> the, you know, this feeling of is this person trying to personally attack me? Mm-hmm. You know, or it's like, no, or, you know, this is the reason. This is you know, my intention in bringing this up. Yes. So I, you know, you have some conversations with people where, you know, they leave that out and then you're just guessing at the For end of sure. the conversation. What like, was,
1: what just happened yeah. or what was that about? Yeah. There's <laughs> just gonna say, some people on our team that come with extra baggage from other employers that even having simple conversations is important to be like, Hey, like, set the intentions before even talking, so that mm. there's not question of like, no one's questioning your performance or how good you're doing. Just need a chat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, instead of yeah, people,
2: are you being, talking to me? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to use any names. But you, <laughs> I would say you could fall in the same category. Yeah. But yeah, instead of like putting something on a calendar, like we need to meet, and then people start imagining and telling themselves that story of like what they think the meeting what's going to be the meeting, yes, and what is intended
2: to cover, and yeah,
0: it's fun. What about UK? What are some some of your highlighted personality traits that you appreciate?
2: Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, like, just like the quirky authenticity of people. And it's funny, you were talking about Josiah and I think about him all the time too, because I adore him and he does sit there and he's quiet and he's very diligent and he's great at his job. And he has like these awesome quirks, you know, and when he, when he speaks, you know, I stop to listen because he doesn't often, uh you know, he has his headphones in and he's, he's like head down, but he's very engaged in the room. And I so appreciate that because he understands like everything that's happening around him. But then when he does stand up to say something, we're all like, Hey, what is, you know, like, I love that about him. And I love, you know, I think some people who would come in and read a room, you know, our team is very diverse. You know, there's some of us that are very outgoing and some of us that are, you know, not, and, I don't know. I love that about people, how everybody has their own, you know, their own thing, their authenticity. And I talk about that a lot. Like, I just, I don't know. I love people and personalities and traits and the appreciation of
0: people for who they are. Mm -hmm. Sounds like we need to get Josiah on the podcast. (laughs) I know. He's getting lots of love today. I love when people
1: verbalize things so like just verbal affirmation or even verbally processing for me that's like i don't know that it's underrated i don't know if that follows your so you would
0: prefer people to even before they maybe have the conversation all buttoned up in their mind like to just start Like I love when people are
1: excited about things and then give verbal affirmation. So whether I hear it to someone else or to myself, like Jordan being like, you did a great job on that video. I'm like, thanks. (laughs) It like makes my day. And I love hearing it happen across like the teams. Other people people affirming. Yeah. Celebrated. And that makes me really happy. I don't know if that falls in underrated, but I do love people who can, some people can't give compliments in that way but like giving affirmation and yeah. building confidence in people and you don't realize how much people need that yep. like they need to be affirmed for their value inherent worth and
2: like it goes a long way yeah i agree with that
0: i i love the idea of even what we're talking about here is it it's personality i feel is something that's a part of our dna i feel like you can kind of ebb and flow as you evolve as a human and things like that or maybe one stronger becomes stronger but to me it's like kind of baked into your dna so it's not necessarily this thing of oh which personality is is better right. quote unquote or but it's more hey understanding each other's personality and highlighting mm-hmm. you know those things and appreciating that <clears throat> those things about people um, and seeing the healthy version of that.
1: Yeah. I think, um, (laughs) this, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I would actually value someone enough to keep them on a team if they were good at their job and they were funny. Being funny is so (laughs) important to me, like humor. Like if someone can make me laugh and Mm -hmm. because work is work and there's stressful parts. And so the humor aspect of a team I mean, if you were terrible at your job and you were funny, it doesn't make you, like, a huge asset. But
0: (laughs) But
1: (laughs) (laughs) it outweighs outweighs other personality traits for me if you can make people laugh. Yeah. And we have funny people on our team.
2: We do. We laugh a lot. We laugh a lot. There's, like, at least... One or two times a day where my, like behind my ears hurts from smiling yes. or laughing in here because something happens or the jargon that goes on. It's, it's ridiculous. It's totally I love it. Yeah.
1: So do you guys, um, aspire to any like personality tests?
0: I, I'm, I'm fairly neutral in them. Like I've taken several of them okay. and I appreciate them in this way that it, it helps me understand someone or how to relate to someone. I feel in a better way. Yeah. Um, if you'd ask Jared, I was, just, I, I, you up.
1: I was just, I was like tossing the ball to see if, yeah,
0: figured you were going there. So Jared, who we need to get on the podcast here soon, uh, he is my co-founder and our CTO. Um, and he has a very, um, how would you describe his Aggressive relationship? Aggressive distaste. Aggressive <laughs> distaste. Thank you for personality tests. for personality uh, assessments. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't
1: want anyone to tell him what he's like. No, which I can appreciate. That's- My mom's the same way. She's like any mention of any personality test, like don't tell me how I am. <laughs> but I've seen the value in them personally, so I wouldn't feel that way. But Jared, it's like a button. It's fun to push. Um. Have you done any on Teams? Like with workplace? Um we
0: have. We have. What
2: have you? I'm just curious.
0: Um, I've personally done the um the strength finders. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Did you guys just, do anything like that? Yeah, my old like my mm-hmm. previous life we had to do them pretty often. Strength finders? hmm Okay. Well, there was a couple different ones. Okay. I mean Myers Briggs. Yeah, Myers Briggs, we did Briggs. that one. Mm-hmm. Um we Do did, you like, remember your letters? No, I could probably dig it up, but okay. The one thing I find like huge value in those tests is, you know, if you're going in with a team that um, has a lot of d- different personalities is that even though it's not saying like you are this, but if they fall into certain wings or, you know, certain numbers, then you kind of have a general idea on how they process mm-hmm. things. So then you going back to the beginning of this conversation, understand how to approach and or receive information yeah. from them based I love that. on... <clears throat> Uh, where they fall in that line, and it's not saying like you are this, yes. you know, but being like, oh, okay, you're a you're an right. eight versus like dealing with somebody who's a two, totally, you know, well, then like yep. mm-hmm. very different approaches to those two mm-hmm. people kinds yeah. of people. Yep. One of the things Jordan's that appreciate- giving us the stink it. up
1: <laughs> It's a button for him too.
0: <laughs> One of the things I appreciate most about these assessments is you can. It's usually a fast track to understand the motivation, mm-hmm. right of 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 individuals and to me that's a huge part of even a healthy work relationship because somebody can be in the same role but have different Totem. motivators <clears throat> which can be a, a, a big part of how you know they perform their their job or, you sure. know, how you communicate with them on hey like what are you trying mm-hmm. to accomplish like there's different motivations based mm-hmm. on and that often kind of aligns with what type of personality they are. For sure.
2: That's so true. You know, I've been in sales for my entire career and I've worked with a lot of different types of salespeople. And it's really interesting. Like the way that I approach sales is I don't necessarily, like I'm not thinking about the financials. I think about relationship building and what's going to actually help the client. And I go in there and I'm like, You know, not being afraid to say this isn't a good fit for you or being like this is perfect for you. And then, you know, usually I have customers for multitudes of years and we've gone through, you know, like people getting married or having babies or losing family members. And I know like all of these things and that's my sales cycle. But then I've also worked with sales professionals that are very analytical, that don't talk about anything personal, that are just numbers and almost, I don't want to say cold, but it's just a very different approach. Transactional. Transactional. Um You still do love your spreadsheets though. I do. I love my spreadsheets. But you love people. But I love love people (coughs) more than my spreadsheets. But that's interesting too. And I think depending on what you're selling, Mm -hmm. you know, some businesses thrive more with a relationship builder as a salesperson and some businesses thrive more with an analytical salesperson, Mm -hmm. depending on what the end all connection is. Like what's your, what's your end goal as a business Are we trying to build relationships here and, you know, um, customer for life or like a transactional customer? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that's a great example there because like I've seen, you know, that motivation in you where it's I'd say, you know, probably if you'd search Google and you'd find, you know, one of the bigger motivators for, you know, uh, sales professionals is, you know, more money motivated. So it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, having like milestones in place for, you know, personal growth you know around uh, fi- financial which is a great motivator like 100% there's nothing wrong with that like yeah. you're a little bit different you know you're it's not that you're not a goal oriented person because hey you have your like revenue quarterly annual like yep. targets and so in that way you're still very structured in how you're trying to reach your milestones but again the underlying motivation for you <laughs> is not the same as you know yeah. some other sales professionals and I think again, going back to personalities, what we're talking about here is a you know a leader that's maybe leading a team of sales reps to understand mm-hmm. the individual motivators. That's going to change the way you talk around like, hey, you are talking about the the next quarter or you know your your meetings, individual one on ones with your team. You know, if you just kind of look at them as all, oh, they're all sales professionals in the same role, but if you're not understanding their personalities and mm-hmm. their individual motivations you're not going to be able to have as authentic of a conversation. That's actually going to move the needle forward. Yeah, totally. I'm
2: motivated by experiences,
0: (laughs) like relationships and experiences. That's
2: my, you know, yeah. Like, of course, you know, like finances is important, but what does, what do finances reward me with? It's experiences with my husband and my son. So like, okay, if I hit this point financially, then Ben and Graham and I get to do this. And that's where I think not necessarily, um, you know, so, like I, I always say this, I wouldn't want to win $200 million ever like that would never on like a lottery, that would be. Just to clarify, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I would way rather Put win. That into the universe. So when you get your lottery, you know, yeah. You're like I would way rather win. Like, I don't play the one million dollars than two hundred million. Like, Wait, you'd rather say it again. I'd rather win like ten million dollars wow. than two hundred million. Because I feel like ten million, you know, in this day and age. This is totally off (laughs) topic. But 10 million in this day and age is like, I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's not like it was in 1920. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And 200 million, I feel like would be like, I wouldn't want it to change my. My current lifestyle. And even though 10 million would, I could like hide it in a bank and be like, all right, we're going to take some really rad trips, but I'd still want to work. And like, I'm way motivated in that sense. Like I still would want to work and still be an asset to a team and like a, you know, a member of something, you know, that keeps me excited, but then just not have to worry about a mortgage. (laughs) You know, I think it would so cover it. Go out, <laughs> yeah. Buy
0: three yachts and a, yeah, like in I a private buy, jet. No,
2: I would just be like, okay, we're going to Europe for a month instead of for five days. You know. <laughs> <laughs> My way off topic. <laughs> you are, but it's good. It's a good rabbit trail. It was good. Now I'm curious about you guys, though. Well, if we had that much money, yeah. If you want, would you rather win 10 million or 200 million? 200
1: million. Why wouldn't you want more? I hear what you're saying, but it, from my perspective, the quantity of money doesn't need to change you. You just can do more with it. Like how many things you can do. And it's not all self-driven for me, but yeah. I could help a lot of people. That's true.
0: You'd and things it. would
1: look different for me. And it'd be really nice. <laughs> I would still work too, though. That's another thing. Yeah. I would take a ton of time off, <laughs> but I couldn't not have a job. No, I'd go crazy. Same. Be ramming and bouncing off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd need to pour myself into something, but think about having that much money. Give it to people. And then it makes you so happy. Yeah, you're right. I'm a giver. That would yeah. make me so happy. So since this is going so to happen, you get
2: to your mind.
0: mind. <laughs> It'd be so fun. So fun. Uh, I, but I, I do think this is a great example of like how, again, <laughs> like you have very like different personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, you're similar in a lot of ways. Yes. But personality perspective, very different. And, yeah, but it's 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 this thing of like oh it's just two okay ways of looking at something. for sure and um <laughs> to me that's a healthy team like you don't want a team that all that all thinks the same, same no you don't
2: That would be horrible yeah. <laughs> horrible yeah that'd be terrible
0: yeah awesome well i think we are about out of time so anything else we want to drop here on this episode no i'm an enneagram seven wing six Just
2: throwing that out (laughs) there for Jordan. Capping
1: it just as like a little cherry on top. There you go. That's all I have to add to the conversation.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for joining me for another episode. And to everyone who is listening, thanks for being here. And we hope to see you on the next one. Boop, boop.